on, y'all. Welcome to another edition of the Pick and Pop Podcast. My name is Brian, and I'm alongside Aldrin. And today's episode's called the Laker Dynasty. How's your week? The week was pretty good. Um, I have a bad tooth pain. Other than uh, uh, that's pretty much what's been going on. But the weekend's been good. Uh, they they go back too fast. It's getting Maybe. colder too. Yeah, already, just all of a sudden, like, I'm yeah. going off to Vegas next week for a conference. It's, like, in the 90s out there, so. Yeah, you enjoy, enjoy that nice, nice weather. weather over there. <laughs> for yeah, real. I wish you was going, like, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I would have met you out there, no cap. <laughs> yeah, Vegas is, like, my fourth time. I love going to Vegas. It's so yeah, it's a, good, it's a good time. Um good it's different than like massachusetts it's different way, way different i don't know if i could live there but like going out for like a vacation yeah. or a conference is so late just yeah, like drink mean, on the street and all that but. yeah that's a good time oh tell the tell the fans well knicks fans also what you're doing <laughs> with lebron and the and the new nba 2k yeah, yeah, 2K23. Uh, you know, I'm doing it my era's mode, so I'm going through the 2000s. I picked the Knicks, drafted LeBron first year, drafted Dwight second year, so I'm just rebuilding the Knicks. I got to get rid of Allen Houston. Yeah. It's free well. <laughs> so, so far, I got Dwight at the five. I got Jonathan Bender at the four. I got Paige Storyakovich at the three. I got Morris Peterson, a name from the past that most people probably don't even remember. Oh my god. And goodness. I got LeBron running points. So we're just going through the league. We're like yeah. 16 and 2 now. So make <laughs> the Knicks good. champions. Make the Knicks great again. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, LeBron, young LeBron is, was, we've never seen anything like that. Nah, he was a beast. So it's like, yeah. it's, it's, it's mad fun. I love this year's 2K. Only thing I hate is a shot meter, but outside mm-hmm. of that, still lots of, they got yeah. the Jordan Challenge. I need to get like, back into it. Yeah, it's so much fun, especially. I haven't played online yet, but I always love playing online. Playing yeah. against some comps, so it's dope. But uh, speaking That's of good. LeBron, we decided to do an episode on, like, the all-time great Lakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to pick the Lakers starting five. Yeah. Uh, so we can start at point guard. You get lots of options to choose from, obviously, Jerry Weston and uh, Magic Johnson. Two of the greatest. I mean, unless if you want to go at Lonzo Ball or something. <laughs> like but, well, Jerry um, was more of a shooting guard, wasn't he? Yeah, I yeah. I mean, he was more of a scorer for sure, but he played the point because they also had Gail Goodrich, I, I believe. Was there, yeah, Gail, Gail was their shooting guard, actually. Yeah, yeah. Now that I think about it. Yeah, so you got like Jerry West or Magic. Who would you pick at that point? I'm taking Magic for sure. <laughs> Yeah, Jerry was nice in his in his day. Don't get me wrong. Um, you know, he took the team to about uh, nine finals appearances. One, uh, yeah, one, one out of the nine. Unfo- you know, unfortunately, it was tough. He played in the Bill Russell era, and that Celtics team was a juggernaut. Um, yeah, he, he averaged twenty seven points, uh, five point eight rebounds, six point seven assists. Um, you know. He does. He gets a lot of hate. Yeah, those are great numbers. I mean, people say he's playing against plumbers and all that shit, but twenty, you know, twenty-seven, five and six, and twenty-seven, five and six in any era. Got to give props to that. Um, yeah, no, I'm gonna go with Magic because <laughs> Magic's like the yeah. greatest point guard of all time. I think Jerry would go with Magic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, can't argue. He won five championships. 
um, there. We took the team to nine finals appearances, won five. Uh, you know, kind of re- revolutionized the position because people were just used to seeing guys with six feet and under run the point. Um, but he just, you know, throughout his career, that big six nine guard could run the floor, see the floor, just run your offense, arc, you know, orchestrate, orchestrate yeah. the um, Showtime Lakers offense. And he had career averages of 19 and a half, seven rebounds, 11 assists. Um, you know, three-time regular season MVP, uh, three-time finals MVP, 12-time All-Star. I mean, yeah, he was magic. Point God. <laughs> yeah, he was a point magic God. God. Yeah, um, yeah, anything like him. And he was made for like, uh, he was made for Showtime Lakers. Like, when you think yeah. of Showtime Lakers, that's the first person you think of. Yeah. And just yeah. his flashy passing, his smile could light up the whole room um nice and he was really good to the fans too yeah and he was just you know he was made for la showtime yeah like he it wouldn't have been the same if he was like in milwaukee or some small market <laughs> like he had to be in like la or new york uh you know that fast-paced running gun off in the styles and style in the 80s like you said yeah. flashy flashy passes he can make everyone better like with him like i see him like go that. down the lane i see yeah. him go down the lane and like euro step and instead of like laying it up he still passed the ball in the paint like mad flashy and i was just like unnecessary but it was just so <laughs> it was just so dope though it was like you know those unnecessary passes he used to do yeah it's like uh just throw the ball he'd be right. like great <laughs> yeah. Grace, the he's <laughs> yeah the yeah, he's and the stuff yeah he was the greatest point guard, greatest passer of all time. Like the flash yeah. passes, just like behind the back, no look passes to the teammates. Like you had to, you was playing with Ma- Magic. You had to be alert. Yeah, yeah, he for sure. Looking at you and he's throwing dimes. And he made Kareem's life much easier. All yeah. So, you know, he made guys like uh, James Worthy, like Hall of Famers. For you know, sure, all time great. Like he could have played in any era. Oh yeah, he's the greatest point is you know easily Magic. You know, at the two, I mean, it's obvious it'd be Kobe. Yeah, so, for any, sure. Any other twos that they've had, like uh, Eddie Jones, <laughs> like, uh, Eddie Jones, uh, Byron Scott, Byron Scott. Uh, I, mean, uh, I liked Eddie Jones back in the days. He was a nice, like athletic guard. He could shoot. Yeah. Uh, I like Nick Van Axel too. He was their point. Yeah, Nick like, was. Oh man, Nick Van Axel was nice. He was nice. He was flashy too. He, he could play yeah, in today's play. NBA too. Oh yeah, easily. They'd make him like a night. He'd be a nice combo guard. Yeah, he probably he could be a good six man. He could start too, but he'd be a nice like combo guard six off the bench. Yeah, he was a piece. Yeah, Nick man. Van Axel. But obviously, Kobe and Lord with the Black Mamba. I mean, he won five championships. Yeah. You know, he was the MVP. 2010. Uh, 2010, you know, uh, two, uh, two-time finals MVP. Um, you know, I mean, he's just accomplished so much in the, in the game. Like, iconic shoe brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second greatest two-guard of all time. Closest thing to Michael that we've seen. Like, For sure. 
like carbon copy of Michael. Yeah, literally. You know, he averaged 25 a game for his career, five rebounds, 4.7 assists, uh, Olympic gold medalist. Yep. He, he was, you already knew he was going to be great from high school. Like, college wasn't even necessary for him. Um, you know, he just came out, like, his games were getting televised on high school. He took Brandy to the prom. Like, he had a lot of hype coming into the league. Uh, he did. Draft, yeah, his draft stock fell because he was coming out of high school. And, like, back then, like, teams really wanted to draft guys who were ready. They didn't want to wait a few years for a guy to develop. So he fell all the way down to, like, the 13th pick, drafted by the Hornets and the train to the Lakers and the rest of his history. Yeah, Kobe's the definition of hard work because he was oh, one yeah. of those guys that, like, he didn't come in, like, dominating. He had to work. And he yeah. worked. And every time he played, you're like, wow, he kind of looks like MJ. Yeah, it took him a while because he, he didn't come into the league, like, dominating. Like you said, he only averaged eight points a game. Yeah. Um, so then he got better and better each year. Each summer, he made a point to work on something and add something to his game. Yeah. His post yeah. moves. Yeah. Remember when he worked moves. on his post moves? Yeah, one of the greatest mid-range shooters of all time also. Yeah, his um, turnaround was crazy. Turnaround, yeah, that's unstoppable. He's like unstoppable in the mid range. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he would get to a spot and like he knew like about angles and you know just being able to do it all. Great two way player too. He doesn't get credit for his defense. But, um, yeah, you know, his defense was elite. Elite, like he made nine all defensive teams in his career. Um, first team selection too. So like. He could lock you up, and he dropped sixty on your head. Like it's like it was nothing. <laughs> you know, this clips. You see clips online of him like locking yeah. down Dwayne Wade, locking down um, Kyrie Irving. You know what I mean, like you know, they don't make him like Kobe. Nah, they don't. Hopefully, one day we could see somebody similar, but I doubt it for now. Yeah, it's really tough. I mean, a lot of people get compared to him, like Tatum and like Devin Booker. I'm like, nah, nah. <laughs> not, not even close. Nah. I, I thought it. Devin had it in him, but then I saw last year with when when Doncic mm-hmm. smoked him, I was like, he ain't that yeah. good. Nah, Kobe would never like. <laughs> just, <laughs> Kobe nah, could never. never. Yeah, he didn't do anything really until Chris Paul got there. Let's be yeah. real. Uh, that team was never went to the playoffs before Chris Paul arrived. So he's definitely a number two or three option. Like yeah. He's he's my number two. Yeah. Uh, if they get a number one, the Suns, they'll be a, a true championship contender. But until then, uh, CPC is getting older, too. Yeah. Then you got a small three. forward. That's this is actually tough because you got Elgin Baylor, who's definitely one of the greatest. You got LeBron, who hasn't he's hasn't been there long, but he's been there. You got James Worthy. You got uh, I'm trying to think who else been there. Honorable mention is like Lamar Odom at the wing. Ron Artest. Oh yeah, Ron Artest. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Reza. <laughs> Trevor Reza. Oh man. Um the reason I'm going to say, well, you could put Worthy in there because Worthy has rings. Yeah, you could definitely put Worthy there. Um, and Worthy's numbers are pretty good. So 
Uh, the reason I'm going to say LeBron is because LeBron went there and won in L.A. Yeah. So that, that was a good that was good to add to his resume. But I guess I could talk about Worthy also. Yeah, you can't you go can. wrong. You can't go wrong with either or. Nah, you can't. And I like Elgin Baylor too. Was was great. I mean, yeah, and Elgin. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. 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 Was twenty seven. Yeah, twenty seven thirteen for his career. Yeah, Elgin yeah. was that dude. He was. Yeah, he was doing Ural steps in the sixties. Like he was a beast. Um, but obviously, he didn't get to win because you know he played against the Celtics and you know Bill Russell. And he retired the year that they finally won with Wilt, so uh, yeah. tough break. But um, you know, it, it is what it is. I, I'm gonna go with LeBron too. He won a ring, and of the three, he's the best player. Like if I had to do it in order, yeah. I you know I say at three I put Worthy, and then two Baylor and one LeBron. So I'm gonna go yeah. with LeBron. You won a championship there. Um, still great. He's not in his prime anymore, but still one of the top five in the league. Yeah, um, you know, about I to think pass. he's five or four or five for me. Yeah, right now, easily. Right now, four or five. Um, you know, I don't think I think Greek is still kind of up there still for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, for sure, Greek Freak is definitely probably the top guy, but. You can't go wrong with LeBron. I mean, any team that he – well, he's not like what he used to be as far as, like, just going to any team and just carrying them. Yeah. But, you know, if you put him with another star, he can still win you a championship. And, yeah. You know, he just averaged 27 a game last year. Jesus. You know. Um, in year 19. <laughs> yeah, in year 19. Just ridiculous. He's about to pass Kareem in a Lakers jersey. As yeah. The all-time leading scorer. Um, you know, definitely within your top five minimum. A lot of people have them at one, some people have them at two, um, but top five minimal player. So, you know, I definitely put him at the, you know, I put him at the starting five of the Lakers all time grades. Yeah. And like I said, you could kind of, it's understandable why yeah, you put yeah. on. It's understandable. You yeah, know, yeah. it's not like we're trying to be biased or anything. Yeah, yeah, no, no, of course not. Then you got the four. This one's actually tough because I was trying to think of their all-time fours, and I feel like they don't really have that many, like, you know. They um, didn't have much. I mean, um, Pau Gasol, um, Lamar Odom was like a 3-4. Um, i trying to think who, who else they got. Oh, Anthony Davis, I forgot. Anthony Davis. Yeah. Bob McAdoo. Um AC Green, Robert Horry, Michael Thompson, Kurt Rambis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was Carl Malone for a season. Yeah. Dennis but Rodman. Carl was, for, Carl was getting like 11 in a game. Yeah, Dennis Rodman for a season. Mm-hmm. Sam Perkins. Um, but uh, for the four, I'm going to go Pal uh, over Anthony Davis. Yeah. Uh, Pal had two, you know, one back-to-back championships with the Lakers. Went to three straight finals with the Lakers. Um, he had, he played a pivotal role because he was Shaq's replacement as being Kobe's number two option. And, yeah, he was getting twenty a game and like nine rebounds or ten. He was doing. Um, he was holding it down. Yeah, because he never really had that championship experience prior to coming to the Lakers because he played for the Grizzlies his whole career. Yeah. 
they were pretty trash most years or or like average or you know those those Grizzlies teams I think he had one good run with like Shane Battier and I want to say Zebo and I don't even think he played with Zebo. that was his brother nah it was like Shane and um I know who you're talking about it's like Shane Mike Conley Mike uh was it Mike's Mike always Bibby been there or was it J- Jason Wood no I think I don't remember. Yeah. Those teams were kind of horrible. Yeah, he had one year. He went to the playoffs with the Grizzlies. Um, they had a pretty decent team. But definitely his, his you know, he, he was great with the Lakers. And coach, mm-hmm. you know, playing in the triangle with Phil Jackson. Um, not easy. That, <laughs> yeah, not easy. So you had that experience, had those battles with the, the Celtics playing against KG. Playing against KG is no joke. Yeah, and he did well. Like, he still got his 20. Yeah, still got his 20 and 10. Uh, great post player. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal yeah. post player. Um, people don't give him credit. He was really skilled. Really skilled. Great mid range player. He fit great with um, Andrew Bynum in the post, like those two guys <laughs> in the front court. And then you had Ron Artest and um, what's his name? Odom. Trevor Ariza to yeah. you know, compliment him. And then you had Lamar Odom coming off the bench. Yeah. Um, who could have been a starter. He's good enough to be a starter, but it just yeah. really played a role as a benchman, a six man. Um, he was also Lamar Odom was, you know, one of the runner ups for this top five, but I'm going to go with, uh, Pal Gasol at four. And you agree. Yeah. AD hasn't shown me enough for me to put him there. He did great in that championship run that they played with the, against the Heat, but it just wasn't enough for me. Yeah, AD, I like AD, but it's just like he's always injured, um, you know, never healthy. Because that's his only issue, honestly, because like if he's healthy, he's like a top five player in the league. And he's yeah, from a talent perspective. Yeah, he's more talented. He's more skilled than Powell, but he only has that one championship ring. And he also got kind of lazy. I, like like we always say, after he got that chip, he just wasn't the same. Like, he shot from horrible from three last season. Um, yeah, that's lazy. That's pure laziness. Come on. Yeah, because he could shoot and he could dominate. Like, he's one of the best big men in the game. He should be playing the five, honestly. I mean, the Lakers are saying that that's what they're going to do, and he's okay with it now. I remember he didn't like to play the five. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, it's not like I could understand if he played in the nineties with like Shaq and David Robinson and Ewing and Akeem and all that. But yeah. like, there's bare outside of like Embiid and um, Jokic. That's really all he has to worry about. And he could play against those guys. Like he can compete. It's not like he would get washed by uh, any of them. Like he can ball. Exactly. We'll see what he does this year. I mean, I think it's a big year for him. I think it's the most biggest year. He has the most pressure as a Laker, I think. Yeah, easily. Um, you know, I because I I really root for AD. He's one of my favorite players, you know, in the league, especially when he was in the Pelicans and Hornets. Yeah, I love yeah. I've always loved AD. I used to – I remember playing 2K. I used to build teams around AD. Yeah, I thought for sure it was going to be, like, his league and he was going to be the best player in the league coming out of college. And, you know, he fell short of that because of, you know, health issues. Um, Yeah. If he was healthy, like, because I remember when he was available, like, every team wanted him. Um, Mm -hmm. He just wanted to go to the Lakers and play with LeBron. But, you know, it wasn't a team that didn't want him. And, you know, obviously for a great reason, he's really skilled. 
He went to play with LeBron because LeBron was his favorite player growing up. Yeah, and they both got that the clutch agency. They both were clutch. Yeah. Both represented Clients. by uh, yeah, Rich Paul. Um but a guy I wanted to give props to is Robert Horry, although he wasn't like an all time great or anything like that, but he won those three championships with the Lakers and you know, he hit a lot of big, big shots. Mm-hmm. Um he was a guy, he was one of the original like stretch fours in the NBA. Um you know, perfect compliment to Shaq, you know, who was in the post and he can kind of stretch the floor, give them some spacing. Always seemed to hit big shots, won seven championships overall, but three with the Lakers. So definitely a nice honorable mention for him. Yeah. Robert Horry, uh, big shot, Bob. Uh, Bob. He's, he knows his basketball and he, he was always open. Yeah. Always just fun. I remember that shot, that big shot he hit against the Kings. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when Vladi Juban just tipped it back and he just happened to be in the right place, got it, just nailed it. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? So that's what's. Uh, oh, we forgot to mention Kuzma and Julius Rand. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they're definitely nah. Lakers. They're not, they're not all time. They have a long way to go. Long way to go for sure. Hopefully we change we do this again and we change the list. Yeah, you never know. I mean, I guess if he goes <laughs> back there. Oh, I guess he Julius is a Knicks, so he'd have to be on the all time next list. But yeah. He, he got a long time to go for that. <clears throat> yeah. Although I'm trying to think of the fours. That'd be a good episode one day doing all time Knicks. I already know. I kinda have a good idea who I pick. Yeah, but, that would uh, be a great episode. <laughs> Yeah, but the hardest to pick for the Lakers would be the five because you got Shaq, you got Kareem, you got Wilt. Like, mm. between those three, that's a tough one. I mean, for me, it would be because I watch Shaq more, but yeah. then then I I learned so much about Kareem especially with these documentary and Kareem was amazing. The best, uh, even like Shannon Sharp says it online on TV. He said that he was the best college player he's ever seen. Yeah. Kareem. Um, and high school. I think he even said high school too. He was like the best high school kid he's ever seen ever. So, um, and he, what, he got five rings too. Yeah. With the Lakers five. Yeah. Six overall, but five with the Lakers. That's more than Shaq. Yeah, that's more than Shaq. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> and he's had a longer career than Shaq, scored yeah. more than Shaq. So, you know, you got to give it to Kareem. I mean, yeah. he's a five-time champion there. Um, and I love Shaq. I love yeah, everything I love Shaq, Shaq stands for. I think at one point he was the face of the franchise. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, sure. the NBA, the NBA in general. I think everybody, he was popular. Yeah, and that, that dominant three-peat, like, he just dominated those three years back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. He was the best player in the league, like, hands down. Yeah. Um, you know, but Kareem is just the, the longevity, um, you know, that he was the captain of those late, that Lakers Showtime team. Uh, the yeah, for the sure. Um, and Magic never got in his way. Nah, Magic wanted to make his life easier because he was a big man. And, you know, Magic was coming off the 70s where he, like, dominated the NBA. So, you know, they didn't, Magic wanted to make sure there was no ego problems. So 
Yeah. You know, he gladly was like letting it let it be um, Kareem's team until you know a few years later when he was in his prime. Yeah. And, you know that that hook shot was just unguardable. People always say they don't understand why players today don't incorporate that shot into their game, but that uh, was unblockable shot. That's the shot I think Ben Simmons should have worked on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Ooh, that would have been a nice little bag. Cause yeah, cause he's a seven footer and he's he's strong, so he could just back you down in the post, get that nice little hook shot. Why not? You know, you know what I mean, cause he can't really like he doesn't really have much of a bag offensively. His game is more built on like athleticism and you know speed. So if he can get a nice little like sky hook. He doesn't even have to worry about shooting threes. Just get dominant in the paint or dominant face-up game, and it's a wrap. If I was him, I would have called Kareem and be like, hey, can you show me? Yeah, exactly. Or work with uh, Hakeem Olajuwon in the post. Yeah. Uh, some, like, because he could easily – we always say he can average anywhere between 20 to 25 a game with ease and eight rebounds and eight assists. He should yeah, have been the next That's LeBron. superstar number. Yeah, he should have been the next LeBron. Like he should be up there with like Luca, and, and, and you know and those guys. Giannis, yep. Giannis. So I don't know what his problem is, but definitely I would say Kareem. And you know, so that started our all-time Lakers starting five is Kareem at the five, Powell at the four, LeBron at the three, Kobe at the two, and then Jordan. I mean, uh, Magic at the one. Like, not too many franchises can top that lineup. Like, when you think about it, like, all-time great teams from, you know, other franchises, they're not topping that five. And what really um, what really motivated us for the, to make this list was the Lakers documentary on, on Hulu. Yep. I love that documentary. Um, you know, you, Would you say it's better than the HBO one? Um, that's tough because I like – I love the HBO show also. I, they're just different because one's a documentary and one's like a a show, like, a, you yeah. know, the Showtime Lakers. So, um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I, I like it a little bit more just because it's like, you know, the true real-life story. More accurate. Yeah, a little bit more accurate. There were a lot of uh, similarities, you know, when they were going through the Showtime Lakers. But this is the documentary is like a look at the Lakers throughout the entire, like, well, from – when Jerry Buss took over the team to present yeah. day, they skipped over like the Jerry Weston era and then like the um, George Mikan era in the 50s. So it kind of starts mm -hmm. off like in the late 70s, early 80s. Um, it's good. I like it. I, I feel like the documentary gives more detail. The show was good in the sense, in my opinion, because you got a guy that literally looks like Magic to play Magic. Yeah, the players look like some of them, not all. Like uh, Dr. J didn't look like Dr. J. <laughs> nah, not at all. I don't know why they picked that think, dude. I think they should work on our uh, Wilt Chamberlain movie. That would be dope. Like I would love to see that. It's not enough content on him, mm -hmm. to be honest with you. Um, like he's just such a, a great really skilled big man for that time. And I think a lot of people just look at like, oh, he played in the league with, with plumbers. Um, but like, nah, <laughs> he, he like dominated the league. And, and if he played like Shaq, because he was really more of a finesse guy, but if he played like Shaq, he would have scored even more than 
uh, points than he did. He scored over 30,000 points in his career. Um, so, you know, he, he definitely, we need a uh, Wilt movie or, or documentary or something like that. And then also outside of basketball, like I, I think he dated like Pam Greer. Yeah, that'd be and, great um, if they showed that. Yeah, they showed that. And then, you know, he had the allegedly sleeping with over 20,000 women or whatever. Yeah, so. he dated a lot of models, too. Um, I don't know them off the top of my head, but they were like um, they were good looking models. And he just had a crazy life. Yeah, and he had um, he was a multi-sport athlete. Like, you know, he was one of the greatest volleyball players of all time, played around track and field. Um, so he has a really interesting story. So it'd be it'd be nice to see. And then obviously playing in the sixties, just going through the civil rights movement and the racism and all that. You know, he dealt with the same things that Bill Russell dealt with. So it'd be nice yeah. to see his story. Um obviously we need a Kobe doc as well. Like oh, yeah. Kobe obviously with the untimely passing of him and just his legacy and his career, like something similar to like what they did with Michael, The Last Dance. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, supposedly they recorded a lot of his final season with the Lakers, so we could see something similar, and it, it would that would really be dope Kobe. To see. Yeah, just yeah. that that last. Although it's tough because like they didn't really win anything. Like that team wasn't yeah. good, um, but just to see the the farewell tour that he had with going to every single arena and being cheered, whether he was at home or away. And the fans really show even the Celtics like uh, crowd cheered him and Boston is like fierce rivals of the Lakers. So it just shows yeah. the respect that Kobe had in the, you know, in the NBA. You know, yeah, Paul, that that would be great. I remember Paul Pierce thought he was going to get that same farewell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you and Kobe, we don't love you like that, bro. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, that, that was, was a, hilarious. Yeah. I think he was on the Clippers. Yeah, yeah. I think he didn't even get a bucket his last game. He finished the game with zero points. <laughs> <laughs> like Pierce was great. Like, don't get me wrong, but he he thinks he's much better than he was. <laughs> like, like he wouldn't even make an all time. Celtics five, like not because he wasn't great, but because you know Larry Bird, they played yeah, the same yeah. position. He'd be I like, mean, unless, yeah. I mean, unless if you put him at the two, nah, he's a small forward. Yeah, he's definitely a. Small he's not forward. passing Larry. I'm sorry, Larry's the best Celtic ever. Yeah, hands down, it's not even close. And if Len Bias was, um, you know, a lot away, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Pierce probably be distant, maybe not even top ten. <laughs> even Reggie Lewis was good. Reggie Lewis was also good. Yeah, they had two guys that are like tragic passings. They could have easily been late Celtics greats. They yeah. would also be another franchise that'd be good for us to do an episode like this on. Yeah, the Celtics have a lot of uh, story, a lot of history. Rich franchise for sure. Yeah, for sure. Oh uh, man, well. Uh, thanks for checking in another episode of the Pick and Pop Podcast. Uh, check us out on all streaming platforms. Check us out on social media at Pick and Pop Show on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. If you want to donate to the show, it's uh, dollar sign Pick and Pop Show on Cash App. And until next time, guys, peace. peace.